This week eight NFL picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season continues at MyBookie, and they're now offering a free $20 bet with the promo code SGP20. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP20 to get a free $20 bet with your first deposit. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Sean Green. My latest comedy album, This Loss Hurts Us All is now available everywhere. iTunes, Apple music, Spotify, and wherever you get your comedy. Hey, what's up? You degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to S G P N let it ride, baby. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second one degrees. My partner in picks, ride real money. Kramer, what's happening, Kramer Dog? What's up, dude? What's up? Fucking week eight, bro. It's week eight, and uh, you know, before the podcast, we have our annual tradition of you going, man, weird week. A lot of a lot of tough lines. Uh, a lot of weird games this week. Did you notice that? You say that every week. As if there's going to be some crazy. I mean, yeah, the, the Kansas Tri- City Jets line is is weird. It's it's on the edge of historic, but a lot of these numbers, they're not that weird. I I, I don't know. What, where are you getting this weirdness from? I I more. It's not that it's weird. More than it feels like a normal week, a non-COVID week. A lot of the lines, when you look at them, you're like, oh, I've seen this before. I've been mm-hmm. in this situation. A team in Miami laying three and a half on the road. A Detroit team catching two and a half at home. We've seen these situations before. That's why it's weird. Call it deja vu, Sean. I okay. had a dream. Had a dream last night. You've been here before. I've been here before. Is it is it just the general Halloween vibe? I know you uh you're you guys are already families all in on Halloween. Oh yeah. We didn't we haven't talked uh, Halloween costumes off not, the air no. yet. What uh what are you uh what are you dressing up as this year? Uh well, we can take this to one of two ways, Sean. <laughs> it's been in. I I, I found out. Uh, I think maybe around the same time you found out that uh, a source it, close to the situation it, informed me of your in of true, your costume. In true soy boy uh, hashtag <laughs> coleslaw fashion, apparently there's an avocado involved in the. Uh, so uh, here's funny, Ryan funny Real story. Money Kramer going as an avocado. I have to. Well, no, know. it's not that work. It's not even just an avocado. Okay, it's two halves of an avocado. Oh, Sean. okay. And, and as soon as the costume comes, in, it comes in the mail. Uh, she looks over to me and goes, "She goes, you're the side with the pit, obviously." <laughs> oh, I, no, didn't know, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. Maybe you would have the little one as a pit. 
and then no. you guys could come form an avocado. I was because I told my wife, I go, you won't believe this. Ryan's going as an avocado for Halloween, and then I oh. go, I gotta ask him about it because is it is it a part of a bigger thing? It feels random to just go as an avocado. Uh. Is he is it a part of a guacamole thing the family's doing? Here, is it like a salad <laughs> metaphor? It's it felt a little random. Halloween is random, and the idea of having to wear a costume—I'm spooky. spooky, Avocado. Here's here's how it works. I don't know. It just it was. It's pretty. I've slowly infringed more and more of the day on Sunday and Saturday. Yes, to to devote to me being alone in this garage watching football on my uh, on the beautiful four TVs out here. Yep. And uh, if that means I just have to sit and take it. For twenty four hours, <laughs> I get it. You got to pay the piper. You got to have some. You got to have some quality also, time. Also, uh, not that we're doing anything because of Corona, but uh, it also has turned into a holiday where we, uh, you know, edibles are are enjoyed mm. by both of us, and it's just a full on shit show. So, it sounds day uh, drinking, walking around with a, a <laughs> cup in the neighborhood, typically. Yeah. Kids feast. I mean, we live in one of these neighborhoods where they give out full size like Snickers bars. Oh and man, shit. there's a uh, there's an amazing video on uh, Snoop Dogg, uh, Snoop Dogg's Instagram. Who I, I don't think it's him posting it. It's it's no? too it's too savvy of uh, and not to you know it's just you have to be like a social media manager to really nail some of these memes. But uh, you know that that random I'm blanking on his name the the. African American gentleman with the massive cock that everyone sends as the as like oh you guys sitting down yeah you I, open I, it up I, I'm blanking on his not name. on a first name basis with that guy but so uh, maybe it's Big Dick Nick <laughs> long cocks it's uh so it's a it's a cutout of him and then where the uh, long cock would normally be mm. is a Snickers bar and then you full pull size. it out yeah full size and then a Milky Way comes down you pull it out another like so. Oh man, we we'll we'll post that on our Instagram, Sports Gambling Podcasts. What Fun. a dream that guy's living. To Snoop Dogg or No, the big cock guy. Uh, well, it turns out he's actually dead. So unfortunately, oh. uh not to bum you out, Ryan, but he's he's missing out on all the uh heart couldn't keep up with the well, blood like, flow required. Like all great artists, he's appreciated more after his uh departure from this yeah, just from this earth. Like Hendrix, right? You know, he only was around for like three years. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. The free roll football contest updates. Sean, brought to you by Betsmurts. What do we got after week seven? Week seven, uh, where we week six we got destroyed, like a fifteen-way tie for first. Yes. A lot of swag was given out. Week seven, a single man who I feel like we've said this name before, Landon Renard. Sounds familiar. Landon Renard, eleven wins, eleven and three. Impressive feat. That was a tough week. Uh, I would say the average person did not do all that well. Well, we didn't. We went two and three in the Odd Shark Capper Cup, and we we're still in first place oh, there. We had a commanding lead, Sean. Not still hang, still hanging in there in the circuit as well. Right, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. Uh, and in the overall, the season standing, Sean, you are still tied for tenth. Yep. That's all that matters. Impressive, considering you really laid an egg last week. Uh, it, that was my first below 500 week, admitted. Uh, just but so, I did hit my lock and my tees. I did give the people a lock. We'll we'll do a top four, really a top six, because we have three people tied for fourth. Ben Alexander, 230. Mikey CP, 
six two two and Sean Juan from Walgreens. Still, all the way down to fourth though. Still hanging in there all with sixty. Oh, I think I, I might have sorted this incorrectly, Sean. Also tied, I guess this would be third, is on Dresky at sixty picks, correct? And in second place, gambling engineer. And holy shit, Sean, a new leader. Wolverines 2019 62 correct picks. Congratulations to you. It's worth nothing right now. But if you can hold on to that spot, Sean, what? How much? How much in prizes? Thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars in prizes up for grabs. And uh, shout out to them. And again, remember to email me podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com for your merch. <laughs> Definitely remember. To well, and email, and, so. and same with Merch Monday. When I tweet out the, uh, I've yeah. been tweeting out every Monday, giving out a uh, whoever has a nice review. Uh, been hooking them up with some merch. If if your review is pulled, you got to be following us on on Twitter at Gambling Podcast to see if you get pulled. I'll do another bonus one here, Ryan, because the fans a bonus one. You're they've right. been responding so much to my uh, throwing out five hundred dollars if we can beat the Athletic Football how, Podcast. How is that going? On the football charts. Well, really, Thursday uh, is the big day for the chart. So I'll have an update okay, on social media okay. because that, you know, that's when the Picks podcast goes that's out. When that's, really when our, pops. that's when our heat seeking really goes up. So this podcast, as people are listening to it yeah. right now. Yep. Again, ratings, review, uh, subscribing, unsubscribing. Hey, maybe you listen to some other uh, podcasts on the charts and didn't find it enjoyable. Who am I to stop you from leaving your two cents and saying, other podcasts suck. That's up to you. But really, rate, review, share. That's the formula. Which, by the way, there's a Reddit thread going on right now, uh, asking people what in in uh, in sport the sub. Uh, I think it's the sports book subreddit. Yep. Asking people what is the best betting podcast. And thank it, you for participating in the sports gambling. This podcast. has nothing to do with the contest Sean just described. But if you want to go in there and have some fun. Always good to let people know about DGENs only because yeah, or make fun quick, of the guys quick, that are saying well, RJ Bell's show's good. Quick note, they do call their users DGENs in the sportsbook Ooh. subreddit. So friends of the program. Hashtag DGENs but only. You want to get in there because another fun way uh, to attack the Reddit uh, thing is just downvote every time someone <laughs> says listening to RJ Bell is a good thing. <laughs> uh, who, who honestly, I, I wanna know I wanna meet the person who says this guy. This is the guy I need to follow. Like, it's the same guy that goes to the meeting and it's like, oh man, this is a great business opportunity. Oh man, time marketing. What a great investment. Anyway, Kramer, I was gonna throw out a bonus uh, review. Throw it out. Shout out to S'more nineteen eighty two. Shout out. Currently five stars. Although I feel like that's a bit of a threat, but. I do like those. No need, no need to worry. We'll keep you at a five. We'll keep you at a five star. He says my blood alcohol content was higher than the Fitzpatrick Parker suggested stack score, but I had fun doing it. That's Mm. that's all we need is a little bit of comment. If you want to bust the chops, that's fine. As long as as long as I see five stars next to there, I can uh, I can sleep at night. Yeah, Sean likes five stars. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Six stars are better, but six stars. Apple's bunch of pussies. They only go to five. Uh, so yeah, get those reviews in and uh, yeah, we'll be good to go. Start crushing the athletic football podcast. That will be a great day. Putting those nerds in those fucking lockers. Hey nerd. 
Just had an amazing lasagna, drinking some Jameson. Had a cannoli, legit cannoli. I'm ready to pick some winners. Not a metaphorical cannoli. Nope. Although honestly, you want a real treat? I'll tell you. MyBookie.ag. They got some delicious cannolis. In the way of uh, crazy long shot profits, which I can't stay away from. Much like the delicious cannolis, so sweet, so tempting. But MyBookie.ag. They got it all, man. What do you want to bet on? College football, NFL football. Yes. Some sort of crazy college game that only Colby is covering. Yes. They got it all over at mybookie.ag. Apparently, even soccer, which I've been I've been told by the host of the soccer gambling podcast, Billy Bahate, that it is happening. Again, Thursday night football, Saturday football, Sunday football, Monday night football. You can get it all over at Sports Gambling Podcast via the mybookie.ag promo code S. GP20. Use that promo code and get a free $20 bet. It is impressive how much Billy has wore you down to the point where I even once on a group chat not too long ago witnessed you asking a question about a soccer wager. So, <laughs> well, and that was, I was, he doing... reminds you, he's so nice. He reminds you every time his lock hits, we'll ask <laughs> you if you were on it. That was, uh, I was doing a favor. To the uh, the guys who hooked us up with a bunch of whiskey, uh, shout to uh, Shelter Distilling. Oh, you're giving some tips. Well, the the guy is a, he's a big soccer guy and was like, "Hey, what do you think of uh, this game?" So I just copy and pasted it and <laughs> sent it over to uh, Billy, and then said, "My soccer guy says this." And that's Feels good to have a guy, right? Dgens helping Dgens. You need a lawyer, a dentist, and a fucking soccer guy. <laughs> you don't need the soccer guy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Billy's awesome. Are we ready for picks? Let's do it. I mean, it, yes. In all seriousness, if you like making money, I, you can get just blindly tail Billy. Yeah, you and don't listen, need to like soccer and listen to, like to his beautiful as uh, as the as the woman says. It is nice to listen to that <laughs> voice. What the fuck does that mean? What, what does that mean? Come on now, I'm sitting right here. He's <laughs> a good announcer. <laughs> Thursday night football, the last game in October, Sean. As the clock turns to November, we're gonna have some weather this weekend, but not in this game. Atlanta, the Falcons. They head to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Panthers opened at three. It's now two and a half, Sean. Minus 140 on the money line. Atlanta plus 120. 51 and a half is the total. Sean, this is a this is an absolute no-brainer to me. And the line is confusing as fuck. That's where I'll leave it. I don't understand what 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 am I? Why are people getting cute? Who is sitting there like, well, the Falcons are at, they've held people to under 20. They've had 23 points the past two weeks on defense. Maybe Raheem Morris has this team get, and then you hear about, maybe they're going to have a fire sale Uh, at the game. There's going to be rain. It just doesn't seem like the kind of game where the passing offense is going to get going. I think it's a girly game. If anything, Carolina just beat Atlanta a couple of weeks ago, twenty-three to sixteen. Revenge game, right? It is a revenge game. I'm going to be shocked if you come out with an Atlanta opinion here. Uh, Falcons have owned this matchup, but and and here's the one thing that scares me this season: the underdog in Thursday night football is five and one. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're building a case for Atlanta, you can do it relatively easy. You point out like, hey, they just played them a few weeks ago. They were in that game. Probably should have won it. They didn't have Julio. Now they have Julio Panthers. They've lost a couple guys on defense. Uh, that front seven didn't have a ton of uh, 
ton of depth to begin with playing a lot of rookies. So losing those guys, that could be a, you know, that could be a, a bad situation, but I can't take this Atlanta Falcons team. I mean, when you have three losses already this season where your win probability was over 96% and I'm a not numbers guy, but this Atlanta team just figures out ways to lose. I mean, that last game against the Lions, that was like a master class in how to blow a game. Yeah. That's just got to be so crushing. Now, Carolina on the other hand, they they played a pretty strong game in New Orleans. I, I felt like that was them kind of leaving it all in the field. Now you got to come home. Uh you know, I, I could see them coming out a little bit flat, but the Carolina receivers, they're just going to have a ton of opportunity against this Atlanta secondary. Like they're, who can slow down Robbie Anderson, who can slow down DJ Moore? even Samuel's going to get involved. Atlanta, not great against running backs uh, receiving out of the backfield. Mike Davis, I think could have a decent game. Doesn't look like Christian uh, McCaffrey is going to play. I, I think that's smart by the Panthers. And I just think um, Matt rule is a much better coach. I, I, I love what they're doing on the offensive side of the ball. Teddy Bridgewater's kind of playing the best I've ever seen a Teddy a Bridgewater. Winner. I mean, honestly, have you seen a better Teddy Bridgewater run right now? I, yeah, he looked decent in new Orleans, but they were like game making him as a game manager. Like Carolina's like, Hey, sling this pigskin boy. And he's, yeah. he's playing well. And and I think the the number one thing you called out, which is the Matt Rule effect. Look what he did this week, right? Cut Eli Apple, get that trash out of here. That is yeah. how you improve a locker room. Cut Seth Roberts, who not exactly sure why this is a veteran that got thrown out, but uh, perhaps it has something to do with the other guy cut, Josh Hawkins, who was the practice squad cornerback. Sean spotted out at the club in an Instagram video. Uh, first of all. Uh, you're dancing at a club, bro. What was he with? Was he with uh, Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones? Because oh, they were also it. spotted that, at that, a club. That's an, uh, that's already been debunked. <laughs> that video is very old. No, they they said that's real, and no, that he it, may. It's it, an old video. It's an old video. Fake news. No, they Fake said uh, Joe Judge said he's gonna he's gonna handle it internally though. Fake news. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Matt Rule cleaning up the locker room. Uh, it, Unless this is unless there's somehow a contingent of the locker room in Carolina that was a big Eli Apple fan. Yeah. I'm gonna guess this is a positive. I, I just I don't see the case other than sixty five percent of the tickets, only fifty percent of the money on the Panthers. There there has to be some someone betting the Falcons. The line came down, right? Why isn't this three? What is preventing this from being a three point line? I don't know. Uh, it certainly though, I think I think you have to lay the points. I, I just, I don't know. People will point this out. Well, the Falcons have lost a couple games by a point. But, yeah, okay. That's kind of what they do. I mean, the number so should I take the two and a half then <laughs> the, the, and it's impressive that they've been able to be one and six while still getting 400 yards a game, but you can't, you couldn't pay me to take the Falcons well, right now. And that's the other thing. I think in a rainy sloppy game, which team are you trusting? The, yeah. The quarterback and, who wears gloves all the time, AKA the Butler. Or fucking Matty Ice. Yeah, and and the Panthers kicker, that kid is legit. I mean, maybe that sixty-five yarder that he almost hit was just about being in a dome, but uh, I, I game on the line. Yeah. I, I mean, minus two and a half. It means it's going to be a close game. Who is going to win a close game? The Falcons or the uh, the Panthers? You know, I, I listened to a preview of this game uh, with a couple of touts, and, and no one even mentioned the fact that Atlanta, a dome team. Is coming outside. Yeah, it's it's the same thing the Saints struggle with, like long grass, slow turf. And we know the grass in Carolina is long. Sean Indy, our guys, 
Frank Wright off the bye, heads to Detroit. Sean, this was a three point on the look ahead. It's t- I, I think it opened at three. It's now down to two and a half. Detroit coming off that win against the aforementioned Falcons, uh, miraculous by Stafford. Thanks to Gurley looking to get that <laughs> performance bonus. Detroit plus one thirty on the money line. Indy minus one fifty. Fifty points is your total. I will say this, Sean. I my uh, this this is like uh, this is when I get those two bet on teams in March Madness facing off against one another. One another. I love I love you're just believing the, in your lions. The lions are buyers at the trade deadline. <laughs> I like that. Um, this you're, is this is the only dome game of the week, Sean. Just throwing that out there. Mm. I did pay a little bit more. Colby Colby will like that. He hates domes. Uh, but man, I think this is, I think there's a pretty, uh, before I let you speak, I think there's a pretty, pretty bad, uh, disadvantage here for the, for the, uh, the Detroit lions defensive line against that Colts offensive line uh, Indy coming off the bye. I don't think there's many coaches in the NFL that I would uh, favor with additional preparation. And I think this feel, I, I said it in the DFS show, I think this is the get right game for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, no, he should. He Lions should. Lions giving up five yards of carry. It, it, I mean, he's due for this and like Darius huge Leonard's game. Back. Darius Leonard, that that to me is the very healthy. They're very healthy. It is the big story there. They're even Michael Pittman's practicing. Uh, Kimoko Toure, uh, defensive end, he's practicing. So it seems like they're getting their guys healthy back. It's it's kind of scary to take Rivers as road chalk here at, at lane two and a half, but especially in a look ahead spot, Baltimore on deck. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Th- is that a look ahead spot? I, I don't Maybe think not. so. Not not for them. But I, I think the fact that he's in a dome, it's controlled, and now Reich has two weeks. I mean, he knows the guy's arm is kind of cooked. I mean, look so, at the Eagles. The Eagles sh- will show you how good of a coach this guy is. Offense is that some sort of insult? Offense hasn't been the same since he left. No, Frank Wright it can scheme up some good shit on offense, especially with this extra week. I think he's going to have a great game plan to pick apart Matt Patricia. And like Don Beebe told us, this man believes. He does. He does. And if they get down, they're going to pull it out. I, I think that that uh, that game against the Bengals was could have been a nice character builder for him. And the fact that like they kind of overlooked the Bengals. Got beat, but then hey, we're we're the better team. We got to yeah. figure this out. They did. They got the victory. I, I'm just still kind of out on the lines. Like they shouldn't have won that game if it wasn't for them going up against the Falcons. Okay, so now I I said Patricia had only won back to back games once in his career coming into last week. Now he of course has never won three games in a row, and you're you're telling me he's going to do it against this Colts team coming off a of bye. I mean. The only thing that's jumping out at me is like a, a weird trend is Rivers is five and ten against the spread off a of bye. But to me, which is again, just a Philip Rivers you mean after uh, after impregnating his wife again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's a bye week for him. He's probably drained of very, all his fluids. Very deflated. Weak legs. I, I just think it's more it, he's just never had the coaching and uh Indy defense, fourth against the pass, fifth against the run, according to DVOA. Atlanta, thirty first. Against the pass, seventh against the run. So Atlanta or Detroit? What did I say? Atlanta. I'm sorry. I'm getting excited. Well, Detroit, Atlanta. Fourteenth really against too. the pass, twenty third against the rush. Yeah. So I think there's going to be opportunities, especially running the ball. Darius Leonard is a game changer. I like him against this stubbornly run heavy Lions team. Like you know, he's going to be up there in that in that front seven, getting in DeAndre Swift's face. 
Uh, and, and I think that's going to be big for them. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that scares me is the situation. Non-conference road game. To your point, maybe the buy is the buy has been very uh, hit or miss. Sean, so far, teams coming off the buy four and six against the spread, five and five straight up. So not exactly. So, so are you on? Are you on the Colts with me? I, right? I am on. I am on okay. the two and a half. I, I mean, you're, I know you're supposed to take the two and a half, lay the whatever bullshit. Um, can I to give you a little fact about Matt Stafford? He now sure. is uh, fifth all time. Game-winning drives just past Drew Brees when he when he beat the Falcons last. Week. <laughs> you can believe and achieve whatever you believe you can achieve. You know I wonder what? if he gave that speech to Stafford. No, but I think Drew Brees would love if his nerdy ass kids turned out to be Matt Stafford. <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders coming. Uh, off, don't you want your kid to be a winner, on Coming off, uh, he, he seems like a badass the way he chugged that beer in in retaliation. Yeah, he's to, doing all right yeah. with his life, but yeah, you'd like to see one playoff win. Yeah, I guess the Raiders. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to bring up a source subject. It's coming up this year. The Raiders. They head to Cleveland, <laughs> Sean, where the Cleveland Browns are two another two and a half point spread, minus one forty five on the money line. Raiders plus one twenty five. Fifty one and a half is the total. I gotta do it, Sean. I gotta tell you, the Raiders, a close your eyes special. They underperform the spread by twenty one <laughs> points. And they are getting points this week. Mm. Very intriguing matchup. Probably the matchup that I, I dove into uh pr- as as deep as any matchup, and I, I came away still very, very uncertain of what the, what the right move is. On one hand, you're getting a tremendously buy low uh, situation with the Raiders. Uh, it was a weird situation; the entire offensive line was out uh, because of the COVID thing. It certainly would disrupt you when your offensive we line is, get our shit going is doing practice over Zoom. But then, when you look at the matchup, you see wow, Browns rushing attack. Uh, is uh, adjusted line yards third in the NFL on offense. Meanwhile, the Raiders 29th in adjusted line yards on defense seems very tailor made, uh, but also the Browns really bad against the pass. So could favor the Raiders. I, I I'm curious your take here. There is going to be wind and it's going to be cold. 48 degrees going to feel like in the thirties with 20 they're they're expecting the wind to be 20, 20 to twenty five miles an hour with gusts up to thirty five, which obviously hurts the team that needs to pass the ball. Yeah, and maybe I'll have to uh, reconsider my rugs uh, play in DFS. But uh, monitor the weather this week. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. They're still without the Raiders, still without Richie Incognito and Trent Brown, who was the guy on the COVID list, has a chance to play, but he hasn't gotten out of the COVID. Uh, COVID cave quite yet. I think Kareem Hunt. He's going to have a lot of pass catching opportunities out of the backfield. But you look at Derek Carr's stats. Thirty. He's right now. He's on pace for thirty-five touchdowns, he's five interceptions, forty-six hundred yards, eight point two yards per temp, one hundred and twelve point eight passer rating. I mean, these are impressive numbers for a quarterback who clearly sucks. <laughs> Derek Carr just sucks. Some guys just suck, and I'm not going to pretend Derek Carr doesn't suck. He's got great arms. Baker Mayfield may possibly suck. This could be a suck bowl. It could be a suck off. And Cleveland's defense—it's weird because you look at the talent that they have, and you're like, man, they should be better. But they—they really give up some uh, some bad plays in the passing offense. However, I do like Miles Garrett to get some sacks on Derek Carr. He is banged up, Sean. Who? He did not practice today. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Is he not playing? I. I get I I read nothing to suggest that he's not going to play. I'm just throwing that out there. He was a DNP, if I'm, if I'm correct. Yeah, it says they're just being cautious. He's fine. 
that's not going to stop a psycho like Miles Garrett. Hey, and, yeah. and the other thing I'll point out, Sean. Yes. This, if you remember the Raiders game, it was only a four-point game in the fourth quarter. So it did get stretched out, and perhaps the the score, the final score, is not super indicative of the game. Tampa, a very good defense. We saw how good Green Bay looked a week after playing Tampa Bay against a lesser defense, which is kind of what this Cleveland team's right now. I'm with you, Sean. I went into this fully thinking, what the fuck? Two and a half? Give me the Browns. But after some more analysis, I I think I might need to take the Raiders here, Sean. Well, take the Raiders, Ryan. And this is the these two final notes are what are Maybe what you can sway me back. Put me on the Browns. One, public <laughs> all over the Raiders. And maybe that's just their early Vegas money. Really? Oh, but no. the fact that the public's all over the Raiders, I'm not. I'm not backing the Raiders when they're a when they're a public team. Uh, secondly, this was this was really what, and I said it as soon as it happened. I wasn't the only person to say. Oh, no. Quarterback Baker Mayfield said he won't even comment on the argument he could be better off without OBJ because it's completely insensitive. To a guy who tore his ACL. Give me the Browns. That's a yes. Give me the Browns. Is that not a yes? I mean, come on. He's not going to comment. You could say no. You could say no. We're going to be much worse without an awesome Odell Beckham Jr. receiver. He won't even comment. No comment is a fucking yes. This team is better. This team is better without uh, Odell. Give me, give me the Browns. I'm going to stick with my pick. Give me the Raiders. Uh, no, I, I, I see that angle too. I think, um, but if, if, especially if um, that right tackle doesn't end up playing, I, I think that's big monitor the situation and also the weather. I think if this is, if this is going to be a stupid windy game, it definitely favors Cleveland, but I don't know, not a game I'm looking to get, get too heavily involved in next up the Los Angeles Rams. They head to Miami, Sean, where the dolphins are coming off the bye week Dolphins three and a half point home dogs plus one sixty on the money line minus one eighty five for the Rams fifty or I'm sorry forty six is the total. My first note here is you tried to give me shit on the college football podcast for my theory that the Tua family would not have time for younger brother getting uh, to to rebound off of that horrible thumping. Uh, you said hey what are you talking about? Miami on a buy Miami plays this week. My theory is accurate. They don't have time for younger brother. Uh, yeah, Sean, the only thing I'll, I'll, before I throw it to you, it's going to feel like it's 99 on the field. Really that yeah. hot. Yeah. All right. It's 86 with the humidity. It's going to feel like 99. Yeah. I, I guess you got to take Miami here, right? I mean, they just signed Adam Shaheen to a, an extension, which is really killing all my Gusecki fantasy uh, love. But you know the Rams are actually really bad against the tight end, so I wouldn't be surprised if Shaheen has a game, Gasecki gets back involved, and they're also bad against pass catching running backs. I don't know why Nagy didn't get Montgomery going more doing that. Get sucks. those screen games going. Uh, they have two weeks to prepare, and we see it all the time with these rookies. That first game, it's tough for defenses, especially if it's an athletic quarterback. I mean, Herbert balled out. Um, you know, Joe Burrow had a really good game. His, his first game. I think it's just, they don't know what to expect. They don't know how to play. Uh, they don't know how to play to it yet. So I think that's going to give you a little edge. McVay is pretty good in East coast, early start games, five and one against the Ooh. spread. But uh, I, I really, what it was to me is golf tried to give that game away to the bears. Like he, he threw what should have been a pick six. 
He fumbled on his side of the field. Luckily, the their offensive line hopped on it. Like yep. he was trying to give that away. I think Miami. Uh, it seems like the locker rooms behind them. Uh, yeah, I think they get up for this game. Non-conference. You couldn't come up with a worse situation for the Rams. Short week, non-conference road game. Uh, but then again, as we pointed out, the team coming off the Monday night against the team coming off the bye. Somehow the team coming off the Monday night is, is in a better spot, but that's, but the Cardinals, I was, I was bringing that back to the Cardinals Seahawks situation last week, but the Cardinals were at home. Those games always go weird. I'm going to kind of ignore that trend, even though I pointed it out, I'll go with the dolphins here concerning. Uh, well, I think the humidity is going to matter uh, concerning bit uh, Miami 32nd against the run uh, defense, according to DVOA, but sixth against the pass. So Jared Goff will have opportunities to fuck this up. Jared Goff sucks island. We know it's not a fun place to be when it's super humid. No. And and the other thing I'll throw out there is this Rams defense, while they are explosive, they make plays. I don't think they're as good as the hype, the Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey hype would indicate. And specifically 18th against the run, mm. according to DVOA. So uh, to your point about Gaskins, we both liked them. We both had them in our DFS lineup. I think the play look, the Rams, this entire West division looks very, very good. And the Rams have been playing some excellent, excellent football, but even more to more reason to believe that this could be a flat spot. They have the buy on deck too. Oh yeah. There's just, this is just an ultimate circle. The game. It's a flat spot. And the last thing I'll say, this dolphins team is competing for a playoff spot. They believe they're competing for a playoff spot and they're bringing in the rookie. What does that tell you? They see him in practice, Sean. Did yeah. you see the way he looked on that rollout against the Jets? He looked athletic. He looked, and I'll say that he looked a lot more athletic than Ryan Fitzpatrick. So <laughs> let's not all be so upset for Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, I think this could his be- heart hurt, Ryan. His heart hurt. I mean, I'm I'm as big as Fitzpatrick as the next. I'm pissed that I lost him in these best ball leagues, but you know, we don't have to pretend to give a shit about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like what is it's, it's this thing going on in the culture where it's like, I lost my job today. And oh man, you know, I, all of a sudden I'm on a zoom with the guy who fired me and next to the guy replacing me. It's like, yeah, dude, come on. You're an NFL quarterback. You didn't see this coming. We don't need, I, I don't even blame Ryan Fitzpatrick. Cause he's just answering the questions. Yeah. Like, how do you feel? It's like, well, yeah, it sucks. I mean, he's just being honest and answering. But like the the news media running with it and like it's trending. Ryan Fitzpatrick is sad. Like, come on, fucking millennial. <laughs> We're both going Miami here, right? All right, all right. Next up, Minnesota, also off the bye, heading to Green Bay. The Packers minus seven, minus three ten on the money line. Minnesota plus two fifty five. Fifty one and a half is the total. Uh, I mean Zimmer. We we like Zimmer as a coach. Perhaps Zimmer uh, with with extra time is probably a good thing. Dalvin Cook's back. Uh, I don't know. At Lazard back. That's good to know. Uh, one note I got from the uh, the Athletics. I know you love the Athletics, Sean. The Athletics uh, Vikings beat reporter. He had a tweet. Uh, so to recap, two of the Vikings' top four corners are hurt. Yep. One of the top four is on the COVID list, and the fifth <laughs> string corner was limited at practice today. Yeah, and, and you have you have, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Devonte Adams. Who's going to slow him down? Minnesota. They're just kind. I mean, they traded Yannick Ngakwe. Signal to the team: we're not competing this year. That's got to be great for morale. Uh, Danielle Hunter. He's out for the season. 
Uh, Aaron Jones looks like he should be back. Mm. Not a hundred percent, but my sources are saying he's not going to play. They're very, they're very cautious with injuries in Green Jamal Bay. Williams looked pretty good too. Yeah, I don't know if it's a huge drop off. Can I tell you who's going to slow down Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams? Who's that? The thirty-eight degree feels like twenty-six degree weather with again twenty to twenty-five mile an hour wind with gusts up to thirty-five. Yeah, I, I don't know. Green Bay's still going to be able to move the ball, and they and they're used to that. They're playing the the Vikings, who are a dome team, coming outdoors. You know, if it's cold. And you suck, and your team's already kind of punting it down. I mean, maybe they get up for this Vikings. Uh, you know, it's a rivalry game. They're coming off the bye. I could see the scenario, and maybe Justin Jefferson, uh, you know, does some things for them. But I, I think they're going to be able to handle Thielen. Uh, it sounds like Bakhtiari, the left tackle for Green Bay. Hopefully, he's back. Uh, that'll give him a nice little jump. But I, I just Aaron Rodgers seems pretty dialed in, with the exception of that Tampa Bay game. So I, I got to go with. Here's him. my question: Who's betting? The Vikings here again. This is one of these these games where massive, massive discrepancy. Uh, depending on the source, uh, some of the places have different percentages in terms of bets, but everyone has pretty much the same thing, which is ninety five percent of the money is on the Packers. It's still seven. It hasn't moved past seven. Some places even have six and a half, Sean. And I guess the only argument I could find for why you'd want to back the Vikings in this spot is you have Dalvin Cook back. Yeah, the Packers are dreadful, dreadful against the run, and it's going to be windy as fuck. And that's the and they just played Houston, so they looked really good because Houston's trash. But I, I don't think Minnesota's that far off as far well, as their Green defense Bay beat secondary. Minnesota by nine earlier in the season, right? It, yeah, I, I just and maybe it's a revenge spot, but I, I just don't see it. This Minnesota team just lacks a lot of talent. I think if you're taking the points, you're hoping for a cover, and I don't know if that's wise here. Uh, Plus, we didn't even we didn't even address the situation of Kirk Cousins versus versus Aaron Rodgers. Kirk Cousins in the cold. <laughs> yeah, come on. Next up, Sean, New England. They're heading to Buffalo, and the Patriots. For it has to be the first time in the history of us doing the podcast. All right, close your eyes. Special catching three oh and a half God. points against the Buffalo Bills, plus two fifty five on the money line, minus one ninety. For the Bills, fifty-one and a half is the total. Ah, God damn it! Rain, rain, and thirty-eight degrees is the forecast. It's gonna be a gross day. Did I mention that New England is a close your eyes special? Yeah, still not appealing. Bills, uh, and you know, in hindsight now, that was a classic look-ahead spot to New England. Uh, and I think they they should have covered. Stuff. They almost covered against the Jets without scoring a touchdown. I think they've spent the past couple of weeks just looking ahead to this New England game. Yeah, New New England. Stefan Gilmore, his home's on the market. Listing uh, the listing says offers due by next Tuesday at five p.m., which is coincidentally uh, one hour after the NFL trade deadline. So he thinks he's getting moved. So if he plays, I can't imagine he's a hundred percent going to be balling out for the Patriots uh, and this to me more. So is just two huge things. That Patriots team just got fucking pushed around in a big way and uh, th- that I've never seen from a Belichick team. And maybe he can rally them, but maybe they just Sean, don't have the players. Let's talk about history. Let's talk about history. Belichick eight. No off a loss as a dog. It's only happened eight times. No, but he was. We we went to that well last week as an underdog. Belichick off a loss. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. 
as a dog off a loss, even crazier. Forty-one and seventeen off a loss. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, against the spread. And he's about to be forty-one and eighteen because he's got Sham Newton back there. The guy can't throw the football. You can't back this New England Patriots. How are they're not going to score? I, I, for the record, I'm not coming into this thinking I need to back. I'm just saying there's a lot of history going against this here. Is well, it, are you saying it's that simple? To me, it's very simple. I, I'm not betting really? on Cam Newton. Yeah, I can't bet on him when he's got that fucked up shoulder thing that he's doing again. I mean, he's, he's one hopping a ten yard pass. You can't win a game in the you, NFL without being just, able to pass. Yeah, uh, the counter argument: Buffalo really bad against the run. Uh, I I do I do wonder if we're gonna see a yeah, a, but they can put they can put eight guys in the box. I, I trust that Belichick can fuck with Josh. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my gut here. I'm taking Buff. I'm taking New England. I'm sorry. I'm taking the points. Uh, I I think. God damn. It's a it, it's just it's a unique spot that we don't often get to see, Sean. That's all. And I, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take New England because 2020, the year of unique spots. Well, I, I think there's been a lot of chatter. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/slack. A lot of a lot of chatter and slack about how fraudulent the Buffalo Bills are. So, John, be careful. Be careful. What I mean, I I know what the Buffalo Bills are, and they're a team that have been. Sam Newton might not have to throw a pass, and like they're going to be able to run the rock in this game. Yeah. Okay. But then Buffalo can put eight guys in the box because you can't throw the ball. Eventually, you have to be able to throw the ball to win a game. And 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 I'll say this: if I'm wrong and New England looks like trash again, then then we're out for the season. <laughs> You're missing the window here. Last hurrah. San Francisco just shoved it down their throat in New England. San Francisco is a much better team than Buffalo. Uh, I don't know about team. much. Much better team. You'd rather have uh, Jimmy Garoppolo than no. Josh Allen? No, I'd rather have that defense though. Yeah, I don't know. The defense isn't amazing. I, I think you're giving too much credit to the 49ers team, maybe, and not enough discredit to this New England team, which. Now let's look back and what they've done. They lost to Denver at home. That's true. That's not that's not good. They lost to 49ers at home. Now they're going to play the Bills why in Buffalo. This, I guess why is this spread three and a half then? And what do you eyes? mean? Why is it not bigger? You're saying it's just the perception. Oh, because it's just the you argument just said I made. It. You just, you know, you're going you're going uh full full McGillicuddy so, on Belichick so, over here like the betting public. So Belichick when uh when when less than twenty percent of the people are betting on him? You don't think that's going to be a spot? I, I just Josh Allen getting all the money, getting all the tickets. I don't know. We had this exact this exact same logic last week, and uh, and they just got their ass kicked. I, I'm out on this Patriots team. You know what? I'm not out on Ryan Thrive Fantasy. In fact, I'm all in. Loving the Thrive Fantasy action. It's DFS with a twist. Instead of uh, you know getting your abacus out and figuring out the salaries for all these guys, yeah, they give you twenty player props. You pick your ten favorite player props over under for ten guys. It's just that simple. We, uh, if you want to go back, last episode we did the DFS picks podcast, did an entire segment, uh, giving out our Thrive Fantasy lineup for the Thursday night game, Carolina against the Falcons. A lot of, uh, I mean should be juicy as far as player props in that, in that game, or you fade and you just think, oh man, this isn't going to be a high scoring game, whatever it is. It's fun to play and get this instant deposit match. That's right. Head over to thrivefantasy.com or download the app, Google play store or the app store. 
Thrive Fantasy. Use that promo code SGP. 100% match up to 50 bucks. So turn 50 into 100. Get yourself some entries over at thrivefantasy.com. Promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. Bill's pretty banged up, too. Only thing I'll say. All right, John. Just, I mean, can, no, I, no, can't, you're right. I can't I, even do. I, I, an, it, if you want to go to the YouTube and see my Cam Newton release, it, you try and imitate his throw, and you'll throw your shoulder out. I, I told you, it's like if you're flicking a penny, like aims yeah. fifteen degrees higher. Than it, it's like Philip Rivers if he had it like a broken shoulder. Next up, uh, Sean. Speaking of broken, the Jets of New York they head to Kansas City, where they are twenty point dogs. 13 to 1 on the money line, minus 2,150 for your Kansas City Chiefs. 49 is the total. Sean, my lock of the century. Take Kansas City on the money line here. <laughs> Mega whale, 500 unit play. Bold play. Sean, uh, biggest spreads in the history of the National Football League. Give them to me. Jags at Broncos, 2013. Broncos were minus 27. Wow, it got up to twenty-seven. Eagles at Patriots, two thousand seventeen. Patriots almost won 20, that game. Patriots minus twenty-four. Wait, no, not two, not two, th- two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yeah, you but said seventeen. I might, I might have typoed it. Relax. Dolphins <laughs> at Cowboys minus twenty-two, two thousand nineteen. Dolphins at Patriots minus twenty-two, two thousand nineteen. Jets at Patriots, two thousand nineteen. I love how the Jets are in here twice. And then Colts and Jets at Patriots. Uh, this is a big fucking spread. How have the historic spreads done, dog? And uh, dog I don't, West? I don't have that in front of me because it's not important. This is a, a Le'Veon Bell revenge game. One hundred percent. You need to run over to mybookie.ag. Make sure you get down on Le'Veon Bell scores a touchdown in this game. Yeah, because Andy Reid will make that happen. He will make that happen. The Chiefs are uh, eight one and one against the spread in their last ten home games. Alex Crouch, shout out to him <laughs> on Twitter. Really got me turned around on this Chiefs team. There is zero percent chance the Jets shouldn't have covered last week. They got lucky. They almost didn't cover a thirteen-point spread in a game where Josh Allen did everything he could to not try to win, and they didn't. They kicked what seventeen field goals. They didn't score a touchdown, and they still should have covered the fucking spread. Uh, Let me give you one last thing before you tell me why you're going to take the points like a real fucking square. The Jets gained two first downs in the second half last week. One was by penalty. They ran 16 plays for four net yards in five possessions. Yeah. Trash. Crowder out. Perryman out. <laughs> yeah, this uh, maybe Herndon will have his game finally. And, and Chris Jones, I think, will have a good opportunity to 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 sack the shit out of Sam Darnold. What's the case for the points? S- sad state of affairs. Well, I mean, just 20 points in the NFL. That's all you got. But the Jets have trouble scoring. It, it's not. I mean, that's really what it is. Uh, I'm pointing out the obvious, but they just can't put up points. How do how do they keep Kansas City below thirty? And how do they get more than ten points? I mean, last week was a perfect situation. This Bills team looking ahead, they can only muster ten points. I don't see how it's going to get better. They granted, yeah. Gase gave up play calling, which is a step in the right direction, but yeah, you know, they a play calling. I just told you what they did in the second half, Sean. It doesn't matter. Doesn't There's, seem to make a difference. Trash. Let's move on. This Kansas is, City this minus is, twenty. Pencil in the put the, or, or maybe pen for the survivor pick. Oh right now. yeah, we got a Pittsburgh heads to Baltimore, Sean. Last of the early games, Baltimore off the bye. Harbaugh off a bye is something mm. special. This was five and a half on the look ahead. 
It's now four, Sean. Minus 200 on the money line. Pittsburgh plus 170. 46 and a half is the total. And Sean, I'm going to alert you. I don't know which side you're on, but I, I think it's safe to say the public move this. This probably is going to be a very public side. 80% of the money on the Steelers right now. Mm. Obviously, why the line came down. I, I mean, Harbaugh off a buy is something special. I think uh, I'm blanking on his name, Sean. Who's the linebacker? Devin Bush. Yep. That matters, especially against a team that can run the rock. Mark Ingram being out does not matter. Uh, this front seven for Pittsburgh is still good. They got, they got Yannick now. Harbaugh off the buy is good. Nine and three. Nine and four against the spread off the buy. Oh, why do I have three? We can agree. according to my source. E- either way, it's good. And uh, like I said, eight, what did I say? 80 percent of the tickets on Pittsburgh right now. I, I think it's going to be road. Big Ben. Baltimore does have a defense this year. You saw how badly he tried to give the game away to Tennessee last week, and you see that you saw the way that Tennessee was able to wear down the Pittsburgh defense over the second half. Obviously, Big Ben helped him out. But no reason to think he won't do it again. Back to back road games. I think Pittsburgh trips up here. I'm going with the Steelers, Ryan. Really? Laid out a great case. Laid out a great case here. But this is my gut handicapping at the at its finest. The numbers will say, oh, take the Ravens, take them at home. Uh, you know, Big Ben does struggle on the road. But I, I would say this they beat a good Titans team with even this look ahead spot. In the with the Ravens and and the Steelers looking ahead to the Ravens, that's a legit look ahead spot, and it that's is. what you saw in the second half. I think Maybe. more than more than them actually getting pushed around physically. And to me, yeah, I think you're you're also on downplaying Road Big Ben. No, Road Big Ben could be an issue, but also this Baltimore passing defense has some uh, serious issues. You, we saw Carson Wentz carve him up that last game. I mean. That second, that fourth quarter, Wentz was moving up and down the field was, yeah. very easily. I, I think, I think they're going to struggle with the Claypool, uh, Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Connor. I think they're going to be able to really move the ball on this uh, Ravens team. And again, it, it like everything sets up for Baltimore right here. But Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, they haven't gotten over that hump yet, and mm-hmm. that hump is they just can't quite do it in big games. And this is a huge game for them. Steelers don't even need this game. If Steelers lose this game, it's not a big deal for Baltimore. All the pressure is on Baltimore right now. They're going to come in fast and loose. I, I like the Steelers mojo. I think they're one of the most complete teams in the NFL wow. right now. I love that they're getting four points every, at least once a year. One of these games comes down to a field goal. I think it could be this game. Give me the Steelers plus four. Oh, I like it. Uh, we're we're on the we're on opposite sides. I I just think the metrics are going to lie a little bit with how good the Pittsburgh rush defense is because Devin Bush is a lot of the reason why that is the case. So Tennessee, those Titans heading to Cincinnati, Sean. Tennessee minus six, minus two fifty on the money line. Bengals plus two hundred at home. Fifty three and a half is the total. Sean, without looking, what is the Bengals' actual record this year? One and uh, one and six. One five and a one five and one. Yeah, they tied the Eagles. Feels like we speak of the Bengals as if they're a little bit uh, in higher regard well, than a one five and one team, and perhaps that has something to do with their ability to cover a spread. Five one and one. 
against the spread. I, but and this was a tough one for me because on one hand, I can make a case for Smokey Joe and his ability to find the back door. On the other hand, you start getting into Twitter, you start looking into the beat writers, you start hearing about what's going on maybe in the locker room, players wanting out. They just traded uh, Dunlap to the Seahawks. Uh, you got to wonder if we talked about McCarthy potentially being a coach to be fired. How much of a leash does Zach Taylor have? Oh, in Cincinnati? Because there's something Cincinnati going- is so insanely cheap. That would mean they would have to pay him to not coach. No, I, they don't I, do that. But something's going on there. And they're definitely moving to get rid of some of their players. I think they're going to be sellers. I yeah, think something I mean, this- something's already going on and the offensive line is banged up now. And so that is a big issue. You put that together. I do still like Joe Burrow in a fantasy sense because I think he'll be down points in this game. But Derek, the more I looked into this matchup, the more that Derek Henry and and this I think they're let me pull up my notes, Sean. But seventh in adjusted line yards uh, for the Titans on the flip side, twenty fifth uh, for the Bengals. It's a really bad matchup. You saw the way that Derek Henry got going against a tremendous rush defense in Pittsburgh. And this is the complete opposite of that. And the last thing I'll say, Bobby Hart, who was a complete piece of shit for the New York giants, highest rated offensive lineman for the Bengals, according to pro football focus. And he will not be in the game this, this Sunday. So yeah, but the thing is Tennessee doesn't really have much of a pass rush. They just don't, um, they struggle to put pressure on the quarterback. They might have one in this game. I, I, you know what? I'm still riding with Smokey Joe and the Bengals. Give me them taking, uh, getting six points. I mean, Burrow, he's had over 300 yards in all of his games except against the uh, against uh, San Diego. Or wait, yeah, he didn't. He didn't. Wait, that was the first game. Yeah, so he didn't have 300 then. And against the Ravens, I, I think he's just going to have a field day against his Tennessee defense. I, I think the way they competed with that Browns gave him a bunch of confidence and. Uh, yeah, I kind of like what this team's doing, and I could see Tennessee coming out a little flat on the road after a tough loss against the Steelers. They were taking that poorly, and again, last but not least, Guskowski, uh, <laughs> Cincinnati. I mean, I, I just can't take them to lay six points. Any, any, like I don't know. They're just going to be dangerous to me against the spread. Cincinnati, I think could be a little frisky here. I, I hear you on the offensive line injuries and that's, that's troubling expected to have a little bit of wind. Um, not quite, not uh, great for Guskowski. No, not great for, not great for the team. That's uh, not great for Burrow. If the gust, if it's, if the 15 to 20 mile an hour win with the gust going to 30 shows up that that could be trouble for my DFS squad. I just, I, I mean, I gave you the stat on the fantasy show about how Derrick Henry has like 21 more carries than any other running back. And he's already had his bye week I think they're just able to lean it. Like what we thought the Browns were going to do to the Bengals and just run the rock and have Kareem Hunt just eat, eat the club. I think Derrick Henry's going to eat. And I think Derrick Henry's going to eat a lot. He's going to be a fat man after this game. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to be very chalky, Sean. Yeah. Take it. Uh, 68% of the tickets, but 94% of the money on the Titans. So uh, good luck with your very unpopular side, Sean. Next up the Los Angeles chargers. They head to Denver where interesting number here, Sean, this one look San ahead was one Diego super chargers. Charge. The chargers. Is this correct? Sean? They're now minus three and a half in Denver. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, 
Denver as a home dog is just a good spot in general. Now I know that's coming off of them getting their ass kicked by the Chiefs, but isn't I'm, that when you take them? Yeah, I, I love taking them. And Herbert, he's been fun. He's been a fun fantasy guy. He's been balling out. Nice win over the Jaguars. Yeah. But again, you you were thrown out to possibly play the Chargers in, uh, which would have been a win, which they would have won. But I mean, they almost gave that game away. I mean, the block punt for a touchdown. You know, the the Jaguars were still able to move the ball there at times against the Chargers. Now, I like what the you know I like that they got Ingram and Bosa back, and maybe that gives um, Mahomes or sorry uh, Drew Locke some issues. But Broncos twenty five and fourteen against the spread as home dogs since nineteen ninety one. Melvin Gordon revenge game, and mm. he's going to get a ton of carries. No Philip Lindsay. I mean, really, it was just kind of like a nightmare scenario for the Broncos with the special teams touchdown, the pick six, everything went wrong. I I, I don't know if Herbert is really a cold weather quarterback. Um, and who knows if who Played knows Oregon? Who knows if Locke is? But yeah, it's a lot it's co- cold up there in Austin. Nah, yeah, rain cold isn't really that. And much strangely, Sean Denver, it's going to be a nice day, clear and fifty. So uh, not going to have any sort of weather in Denver of all places. You didn't mention, but. The, Broncos own the Chargers at home too. They've won six of the last seven and fourteen out of eighteen overall, including road games. Uh, one interesting nugget when I dove into the Broncos' schedule, they've only lost games to teams leading divisions. Well, and and you look at the Broncos too; like they were able to get to Mahomes. They sacked him three times. Now again, they didn't need to do a ton on offense because of the the defensive and special teams touchdowns. The score definitely, the scoreboard definitely does not reflect that game. But I mean. You know, we were watching that game and we're like, God, they should be in this game if it wasn't for that defensive touchdown yeah. and the special teams touchdown, which obviously those happened and and the Chiefs didn't need to do a ton. But you look at Mahomes' number, it's not like he lit them up. I, I think they're gonna be able to pressure Herbert, who, you know, he, he's played a pretty clean game, at least the last couple, but he'll have some rookie mistakes. And this is his first time playing at elevation in Denver. I, I think it's just a tough spot for a rookie. Yeah, and the Chargers, they just they could they cover a lot of spreads this year, but they don't win straight up. Now you got to lay three and a half. It's certainly a concerning position to be put in with a rookie quarterback. I'm with you, Sean. Let's take Denver. Uh, we 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 didn't even discuss the elevation, and I think that will matter. I, I I do think that matters in these games, and and I I don't know if I would sleep on uh I don't know if I'd sleep on on Drew Locke in this game. They're they're gonna have some opportunities. Next up, Sean, New Orleans heads to Chicago coming off Monday night football. The Saints, the sorry, the Bears coming off Monday night football. Four and a half point home dogs, plus one seventy on the money line, minus two ten for the Saints. Forty three and a half is the total. Allen Robinson in the concussion protocol. That concerns me. Khalil Mack, I think he was a DNP today, but it sounds like he'll he'll go, but it's an ankle thing. Yeah, he's been dealing with that all season. Um you know uh, the uh, this is a default play on the brown on the bears but i am a little concerned at the potential for this for kamara to have a game and for them to just be able to run the rock and for it to not matter that drew Brees can't fucking throw the ball especially outside in the long grass yeah but i mean they really had their opportunities against golf on the road i i think this is a good get right game for the defense i, I am worried about their offense but I mean, well, you want to hear the best part? Saints thirteen and seventeen against the spread as road favorites of four or more since two thousand ten. Like this, these dome teams outdoors, especially in Chicago, it's a tough spot. Uh, a couple of things. One, Saints total of forty three and a half seemed very low. 
uh, or what did I say the total was? Yeah, forty three and a half. Uh, also, uh, kickoff temperature. This is an afternoon game in Chicago. It's gonna feel like twenty four degrees. It's gonna be winds in the twenty five to thirty mile an hour range. Yeah, coming off the this water. is this is an ugly game. It, it's gonna be ugly. Here's the matchup that if you uh, although are, I, I I pointed it out too, Foles secretly not a cold weather quarterback. You think you would be, but um, the cold weather is not kind Arizona. to Nick Foles. He's an Whoa. Arizona guy. Cox shrinkage, <laughs> shrinkage is real. Shrinkage. Uh, here's the angle too. Why? So one angle why you might back the Saints is I think that their defensive line could cause some havoc. And maybe Nick Foles has a pretty bad game, especially if Allen Robinson's out. That's that's not good news. Although Mooney looked good, heavy wins. They, they were they were close on some of those deep shots. But uh, you know, guess who New Orleans has on deck, Sean? The Tampa Bay Bucks. And again, that game too. I mean, we we had them in Survivor, so we were watching it pretty closely. It seemed like they needed they pulled out every trick they could, well, and they just the only reason they won that game they were like something like uh, 13 out of 18 on third downs. Like they just, because they had so many third downs, like, like you're they looking had at my notes, 12 out of 14. Yeah. And they did not punt once in a three point victory. You want to talk about regression. That is what do they say? Sean first and second down. That's going to be a measure of consistency. Things you do on third down, that's going to lead to higher variance. I, I think while the regression might not happen in a game, there's opportunity for some regression to happen. And while you might say, yeah, but Chicago is super overrated at some point, we have to stop saying the saints have the most talented roster. At some point we have to look at the saints and realize there's problems there. We don't know what kind of shit they did in the off season. We don't know who they sold their soul to. And we certainly don't know what's going to happen when they trade Michael Thomas, because that's happening in the next couple of days. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see where he lands. You know, what's going to be funny is he, I don't think he's going to be good. I think he's going to go somewhere else and he was just going to be a product of that system. And unless he ends up in a very, very similar system, and I'm not even sure that is maybe, maybe he goes to a place like San Francisco. Like I could see him being successful there. Yeah. But again, another urban Meyer coached dickhead. (laughs) That's all that is. All right. Next we're, we're both on uh, Chicago next up. San Francisco heads to Seattle where the Seahawks are two and a half point favorites, minus 150 on the money line, San Francisco plus plus one thirty fifty four is the total. Another one where I, I just I know you're supposed to take the two and a half, lay the three and a half, whatever. But this to me feels like the Packers game last week, where you're just taking an awesome quarterback coming off a loss, uh, an ugly loss, where he got Unlimited. where he got limited. He got limited. They put a regulator on Seattle, that- and the other way you got the 49ers just couldn't come, couldn't be higher, just smelling themselves on that long flight back. Now they have back-to-back road game in yep. Seattle. Bounce back opportunity for Seattle. I mean, Russell Wilson had three interceptions in that game, um, uh, and we talked about in the DFS picks podcast. DK Metcalf, that is that dude's a bad dude, and he had what two catches for nine yards. You don't think he's going to be hungry to take advantage of this 49ers defense? Yeah, they've gotten the 49ers gotten a little bit healthier on defense, but they're they're still they're, banged up. They're they're still banged up, and they're falling apart on offense. Uh, Wilson, Cedric Wilson, uh, the running back, he's he's banged up. That was filling in for everyone. And who knows? It, it seems like it doesn't matter Jeff for Wilson. the 49ers. Uh, and Ayuk and and Kittle still could have uh, pretty big games. Fantasy wise, Samuel's good though, and I think that does matter. He yeah. he makes their offense different. And if there was one thing, one takeaway watching him in that offense is he's a tough motherfucker. 
and the the identity of this with all the running backs gone, the identity becomes less and less about Smash Mouth and more and more about Jimmy Jimmy G. And that's a problem. So God damn, Sean. A lot of agreeing once again. I I, I just don't how are we gonna No, how we, do you we end disagreed up, a lot. What are you talking about? How do you uh, two games? How do you, Tennessee, Baltimore, Kit, New England, Buffalo, Oakland, Cleveland? How do we not like who's ending up on San Francisco plus two and a half? Oh no! People are high on San Francisco after that New England win. I, I think they're, I think they're very high on them, and and I could see people being down on Seattle after they just unraveled there. It was very unrust. But you got to know that you got to know the mental framework of this Seattle team. They're going to come back, come back big. I'm not betting. And maybe I'm just blindly riding this Seattle team, but man, there were moments where they looked so fucking good. I I think they can figure it out. You know what you need to figure out? How to start your own sports book. All you gotta do is go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Get going there today. If you want to start your own sports book, I don't know why you wouldn't. Stop trying to just beat the bookie and become your own bookie. Hell yeah. Aceperhead.com slash SGP up to six weeks free. Got great customer support. They set up all the lines for you. They grade all the lines. Very easy to use. I know some guys who use it and they swear by it. Ace per head is here to help you start your own sports book. Again, use our link so they know we sent you because you're a hashtag Dejans only. Oh, yeah. And a true Dejan, he knows that Ace is the place to start his own sports book. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Primetime games, Crame Dog. Yeah, sorry. I was just grabbing the uh, the Eagles line, making sure I had the up to date. Philly off Thursday night football. Very fortunate to get that victory. They are <laughs> laying. The look ahead was three and a half, Sean. It's all the way up to seven and a half. The Eagles laying a big number, minus three thirty on the money line, plus two eighty for the Cowboys. Forty three is the total. This might be the the week we murder the close your eyes special because the Cowboys are also a close your eyes special, Sean. And I saw way too many fucking gambling Twitter touts talking about how there's value on the Cowboys this week. Mm. Are you out of your fucking mind? Fade the Cowboys. I don't care. We gotta lay eight points. What? How? It, they scored three points against the Redskins. Sorry, the football team. Uh, Sean, tell me why I'm wrong here, but we, you just, well, certainly, certainly the Eagles Sunday night in Philly. Yeah. And it's Dallas week. We're going to be pumped up. Um, We've always taken care of Dallas in prime time, a pro football focus graded Zeke, the number 32 running back 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 to back road game for Dallas. Yeah. And it's funny because everyone, uh, oh my, oh, Cowboys, all their offensive line is injured. Yeah. So was the Eagles offensive line. There's no sympathy there. There's no like, oh yeah. Give them a break. Four out of five, they're starting offensive linemen aren't there. No, everyone's everyone's candidly. I don't want to hear any talk because the entire Thursday night game, Troy Aikman and fucking Joe Buck were belly aching about how injured the Eagles are. Right. Wah. Oh, it's oh, it's so injured. It's fucking football. Everyone's injured. I mean, their their goddamn defensive coordinator's got hot sauce in his eye. Oh, hold on. I I have (laughs) I don't I think Tabasco was just the scapegoat. Really, what I think was happening was, and f- feel free to fire up the music. That Mike Nolan seat has gotten so hot. 
<laughs> he touched oh, his hot, seat. Hot, 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 Those burning hot coals got in his eye. I, hot take. He's done after this game. Oh, okay. He I mean, he's not let back. He's not coming. Uh, Jerry McCarthy Jones. McCarthy can't fire himself first. Like they're not going to fire the coach first. Yeah. Jerry Jones. Nolan it, out after this game. Yeah. They, uh, uh, Deontay Poe or whatever his name is, uh, or Don Terry Poe. Yeah. Jerry Jones cut because he came in thirty pounds overweight and did nothing to lose the weight. Everson Griffin traded away. Uh, ha ha. Clinton Dix cut. Uh, Gerald McCoy cut after injury. Daryl Worley cut. Andy What's Dalton injured. Alden Smith four sacks. That's been good. Greg Zerline two missed field goals, two missed extra points. Not a great offseason for the Cowboys. And zero and seven against the spread. Zero and seven against the spread. Zero and eight is really hard to get to, but I believe in this Cowboys team. That they are that bad. We're getting Jalen Rager back. Hashtag Rager bombs. Uh, Jason Peters sounds like he's going to be back, so that'll help uh, to whatever degree. Even though he he didn't look amazing. There's not much to handicap here. Let's just Wentz continue uh, upward trend coming up in the clutch. I, I listen. There's certainly opportunities for them to fuck this game up, but um, yeah, everyone's going to be betting. I mean, well, I shouldn't say that because, like I said, these fucking. I, I read a, I I was reading this uh this like collection of previews and I, I just I when I saw someone say that there's value like va- what value I mean I I did a solid 15 minutes of uh film work on Ben Denucci's footwork not good uh, his feet have moments where they're quiet but um he he's one of those quarterbacks and you see that all the time with rookies where they Splits. see the pressure yeah. they immediately look down and then they take the sack Splits. and blitz they're going to be bringing the heat. Uh, no one wants to be Jim there Schwartz, Jim Schwartz. Yeah, I know they're fighting each other after the game. I mean, Andy Dalton got lit up and everyone's like, Oh, that sucks to be Andy Dalton. No one got in the face of the Washington guys. Again, this is telltale bad coach, right? When leadership doesn't have uh, control of their own house, Mike Tomlin's a good fucking coach. Mike McCarthy. I mean, I doubt he gets fired this year, but I think it's becoming more and more of a possibility because Oh, and eight against the spreads. Pretty impressive. Sean. It's a pretty <laughs> impressive uh, streak. And they shouldn't even be two and uh, two and five. No. I mean, that is ridiculous. Th- th- you forget that Atlanta game, like did no ridiculous. business winning that and no business really winning the giants game, but the giants are just that bad at, at blowing games. Tampa Bay, the bucks, they head to New York coming off Thursday night football. The giants are 11 it's a point baby fucking wheel, man, 11 point home dogs on Monday night football. Minus five twenty-five for the Bucks, plus fourteen for plus four, fifteen for the New York Giants. Forty-six is the total. Uh, they were scrappy. Joe Judge, all rise. <laughs> he's got the he's got the locker room going. Oh, come on, Ryan. They're scrappy. They're out on this coach. Are they? Is that what you're called? Back-to-back road games for Tampa. Tough spot here. Coming back across the country. Yeah. Those old bo- Antonio Brown is he in the building yet? Because that can't be a good thing. I mean, to me, it's just continues to just be a turnover machine. So what are you, you, you're not making, you're not enjoying his four and three against the spread record. (laughs) I mean, we, we pick games against the spread here, Sean, on the sports gambling podcast. No, I mean, in in that sense, he's, he's doing well, but well, that's what we're doing right now. We're picking against the spread. Yeah. And I I think Tim laying 11, I'm going to lay 11. Tom Brady's got some, uh, you know, Eli sounds like he's going to be in the building. Maybe bringing him out at halftime with Lawrence Taylor, Levante give, give David. A, give uh, Tom Brady some uh, <laughs> some fucking 
spooks. I, I, I mean, a diamond can sue. He may end up, uh, may end up murdering Danny Dimes over there. I, I just uh, the turnover after the quarterback. Yes, uh, Tampa Bay's defense is going to get after the quarterback. Could I, be. I think it's a a nice game for Gronk uh, and one last Scotty Miller game before Antonio Brown comes in here. I think they're going to put Brad Barry on Mike Evans, who hasn't been doing much anyway. So I think that's that matches up great for them. And and the Giants' defense, they just it, they just they just can't get off the field. So much like New Orleans uh, in Chicago for a look ahead spot, Tampa Bay on the road against the lowly Giants. What could possibly go wrong? It's a flat spot. They get the win. They don't get the cover, Sean. Give me the 11 points with the New York football <laughs> Giants. Joe I Judge would be, raises his record to five and I'm taking Tampa Bay minus 11 just out of, out of, uh, I understand. Pure disdain for the Giants. But I would be, I would be hesitant to play, uh, Ryan, what do you think the percentage will be in the Circus Survivor contest as far as who takes what? Because I think in the Circus Survivor, especially, people try to be a little uh, too smart. And I can see people not taking Kansas City this I week. I did, I did uh, look at the availability matrix of what teams <laughs> are available. Not a ton of people have taken Kansas City. So I actually, I, while there are obviously spots to take Kansas city again. I, I think Kansas city will be, I think there's 352 team, 352 entries remaining out of the 1400. I would be willing to bet that two thirds are on the chiefs, Mm. a half to two thirds are on the chiefs. We're done. Arizona, Houston, Jacksonville, the football team all on buys. Are we ready? Yep. Let's do it. Lock dog tease presented by my promo code SGP 20 head over there, play, win and get paid $20 free bet on a only a $45 deposit, easy deposit and withdrawal on that sweet, sweet cryptocurrency, which is uh Bitcoin still holding strong, Ryan. Hell yeah. Fucking anti-government. Give me the Colts minus two and a half. Ooh, baby. Okay. Cause they were auto play. I already got that in my pocket. <laughs> All right. Indy minus two and a half. The lock for Kramer. To your point, Detroit coming off the win. I just no I, it's two more, wins. It's more of a coming off the bye thing for me. This I think this any team's gonna be ready to go. Uh, next up, Sean, my dog. We we have some opportunities here uh, to 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 strike. Uh, I I didn't want to go Oakland. I or sorry, Las Vegas. I didn't really want to. To me, it came down there's three games of three available dogs that are acceptable for me to give to my clients. One Miami plus one sixty two. Denver plus 145, three Chicago plus 175. Mm. Situationally, I like Chicago, but I'm worried about the injuries. Uh, I don't really want to do the division spot with Denver. So I am going to take Miami. Tua gets a win in his debut. He looks electric. And then, and, and LA just, the Rams come out in a complete flat spot. And for my tease, we have we have some Wong opportunities this week, but Wong, Wong Cox, Wong Cox. Let's just let's just agree. You can copy this. Green Bay minus one. That's the first leg. Uh, we're also gonna put Denver plus nine and a half. Way too many points there. And the last leg in the tee, Sean Philly, minus one and a half. What could go wrong there, Ryan? Nothing. All right, so you took Indy minus two and a half. I really like. Carolina minus two and a half. Oh, a Thursday night lock. <laughs> yeah, but then then that messes things up for the circus survivor. Um, ah, 
shit. I, you I, know, I, if I, I, I honestly, I thought you were going to, I figured you'd lock up Russ or, or Aaron, your two buddies. Yeah, I know. I went, I went, uh, You're firing on the quarterback. I went green Bay last week. I'm going to go, uh, fuck it. Give me, give me Seattle minus <laughs> two and a half. I mean, coming off a loss. Are you kidding me? I have no problem continuing to ride the Russell, the Russell love muscle here. I can hear him cooking now. Give me the uh, Broncos money line. That's fun. Uh, again, it's just uh, unfortunate. Well, I like hanging out with Justin, but uh, we'll be watching this game with Justin, but you know, they're going to blow it. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's just going to happen for the T's. Yeah. Put green Bay minus one Philly minus one and a half and Tampa Bay minus five. Very key easy. numbers right there. Oh, does the key you get it under a touchdown? There's no way Denny Dimes backdoors that. All right, Kansas. I mean, City, really right? should put Kansas City minus fourteen in there too. Uh, for the survivor, yeah, let's do Kansas City. We're not overthinking it. We're not overthinking it and taking Philly. No. Danucci. No. Nope. Worried about the Danucci. Uh, well, yeah, because there's certainly a lot of pressure. Because you can only fuck that game up if some seventh rounder named Danucci from James Madison. Danucci. There's going to be no pressure on the Chiefs. They're going to be calm, relaxed, and uh, just take care of business. Le'Veon Bell will carry the team's anger, and uh, the Jets have clearly quit. I mean, not that the Cowboys haven't, but it's a division game, prime time. Maybe there's a chance they have some motivation. Will we fade the Cowboys in the Capper Cup this week? Oh. We keep forgetting to do that, but yeah, we should do that, right? Let, let's figure out the. All right, so. Oh wait, you know what? We can't because uh, for the Capper Cup, the spread wasn't out. So. Oh, is we'll, it off? Yeah, so we'll mm. leave that one out. So well, we're gonna put Seattle in there. We like the. I think we both like Indy. We both like Seattle. Yeah. Just gonna keep riding that train. Uh, we both did like Green Bay. I don't know if we want to play that. Uh, we also both like the the we our dogs were both unanimous. If we want to want to do a rare dog action here, yeah. Why don't we do Green Bay minus seven and then uh, Denver plus? Uh, you want to do Denver and Miami plus three and yeah. a half? I wonder what the uh, I'll be. Ver- what are the contest lines for for those games? They're uh, I mean they're pretty similar. Uh, three and a half is a is a key number, Sean. <laughs> What else would we play? Would we, would we consider oh, Denver actually Denver uh, in the, in the Capra cup, Denver is three Miami. It's four. So, oh wow. Okay. But uh, that feels right. And we'll mix it up. We'll go two dogs this week. Get a, get a little well, bit more so, of that. Mojo so we, going. We, we don't, we, so no, no chance. We're going to play Chicago. No chance. We want to play. I mean, I, I think you're, I think you're right with Chicago, the injuries, have uh, we played any teams with potential COVID risk? Well, no, we, we didn't play Oakland. Well, really, the only risk is if we take Carolina minus two and a half on the Thursday night, you lock the card super early. So that's that's your actual COVID risk is so you, you getting you, worked. Even even though you really like Carolina, we're not going to play it to avoid the risk. Yeah, I, I okay. don't I don't think I like them so much that it's worth risking. Because if something happens on Friday or early Saturday, we still have time to adjust. I, I like this car. This is something different. We haven't had a card like this. Lock it up. Three favorites, two dogs. So Seattle, Indy, Green Bay, what, Denver, Miami. What's the bonus? What's the bonus? What's the double? I'm, what? My locks do, and I uh, Indy's rolling this week. All right, we can make it your lock. You're right. It is due. Um, are you? What do you want to go, Seattle? <laughs> no. 
No, we did. Uh, I think we did Seattle last week. Or no, we did fucking. Uh, we did. We did fucking my New lock last week, and it lost. So we're just gonna keep riding your lock till it hits. Yeah, why not? All right, it's a solid strategy. Yeah, we should. Uh, I mean, I'm down to put Seattle in there if you want. No, I like your strategy. Should we play a total this week? No, fuck you. We're not. A, we're not. A, we're not a totals uh, household. All right, man. Another another week in the books. Make sure you. Uh, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, I don't know what the hell you're doing. But uh, get in, get involved, subscribe, rate, review, share. Give uh, you know, get those reviews in so you have a chance to win some sweet, sweet merch. Again, the five hundred dollar prize, which we will determine uh, mm. how to award it. Maybe uh, someone, maybe someone shows some evidence as to what they're doing to help help the cause and help mm-hmm. the podcast climb the charts to get above uh, the Athletic Football Podcast, which is our is our season long goal here. Or maybe. Maybe we just do it randomly. We'll leave it up to the fans. Once we get that five hundred dollars in the in the fan jackpot, we'll we'll take it to social media and let the fans decide how to how to reward themselves for a job well done. And again, thank you guys as always. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Doing the doing the Lord's work, spreading the word about the podcast. But really, yeah, sure you're helping us. You're helping DGens only, SGPN. Got a big family. Growing every day, Slack channels filling filling up with a bunch of uh, bunch of uh, army lieutenants ready to go to war. But really, I'm looking at the NFL channel right now, Sean. It's hot. Uh, we got Moon off in there dropping hot hot line movement a couple times a day. We got Alan Cooley, just the fucking meme master. He is the meme king. Uh, we got, we got all, I mean, honestly, you don't even need Go to bear have cats. A, you don't need a Twitter feed. It, no, if it, you're, if you're a person who hates social media or Twitter, th- everything important ends up in here. Yeah. It really, you don't need to get on Twitter. You can just hang out in the slack because any sort of breaking NFL or gambling related news, the, the stuff will come into the slack inevitably. So good way to, to be on social media without being on social media. And plus if you're on the slack channel, again, it looks like you're working to loved ones and uh, no one can find you there. Hey, Sean, you remember back in the day, we when can say all the stuff that we're, we legally can't say on the podcast as well in the slack channel. So it's safe Harbor over there. Uh, it's a safe place for DJs. Remember when they had the boss button yeah. on the, uh, the, when, when they first started streaming March madness, Oh, well, I was going to take Slack it, is the ultimate boss. I button. was going to take it all the way back to leisure suit. Larry. Oh, oh, oh. Hashtag digits only. <laughs> well, hello, Sean, the, uh, before there was porn. <laughs> There was leisure suit Larry. Oh man. If you're if God, you're, we lived a horrible childhood. If now porn is everywhere. If you're under 30, <laughs> just Google Leisure Suit Larry or look it up on YouTube and you'll get a good laugh at oh, what uh the pixels we we had to deal with. what your older uh what your older brethren had to go through. Oh my goodness. In order to get their jollies. All right, Ryan. Great podcast. Uh great work from the audience, as always, spreading the word. And uh, helping us take down these four-letter networks. Uh, well, our our network is also four <laughs> letters, but their four-letter networks, the corporate kings, yeah, pussies. Really, what you're doing is you're helping stop. Where as as sports gambling gets more mainstream, which is good. It's good for everyone, right? Uh, it's also bad for everyone because these corporate entities, these media entities, yep. 
are are coming in. They don't know how to talk sports. No, they don't. Not, no, they don't know how to talk sports gambling. Like you think these guys in suits ever actually fucking no. gambled? No. You ever think they they thought about stealing a blackjack dealer's eyeglasses so no. that they could pawn them on the strip to get seventy five more dollars to make a run on blackjack so they could put it on the Dolphins money line when they debuted the Wildcat in one trip? Do you think they did that? No, because they're pussies and cowards. Thank you for tuning into the podcast for the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. They've certainly never put three thousand dollars <laughs> down on a single hand of pie gal. <laughs> Kramer, let it ride. Hashtag Dejans only. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.